0: listening to this and not watching it i'm uh i'm sitting in my backyard with the ipad for multiple reasons i can't see the comments as well but i wasn't actually sure how this was going to work so i did like a little trial run with just the the airpods and uh and the 5g for reasons i'll come back to actually 4g i'm on the ipad i don't know reasons i'll come back to in a moment but um like let me just like start with the, the formality stuff because this is what i what i do this is part of Of uh, sponsors helping me sit here in my backyard instead of being uh, in an office or something like that. So this week's sponsor is Veronis. Many, many times before I've spoken about Veronis, everyone I think has a good idea of Veronis now. Reduce your SaaS blast radius. Good term, it's not blast radius. Blast radius with data-centric security for AWS, G Drive, Box, Salesforce, Slack, and more. So good on uh, good on Veronis for doing that. Uh, One of the things I've, I've mentioned about Veronis on the many times we've actually been able to see each other before is that uh this is an organization i spend spent time with in person and i've seen a bunch of stuff they do i do a lot of really clever stuff about actually understanding some of the nuances of the things that you have and then who should have access to what uh, i think a lot of the, the problem that we've got at the moment is there's just so much stuff out there that we we frankly lose track of so um Good on Verona's for that. Uh, Mitch, greetings from Ottawa. Uh, G'day, Mitch, haven't been to Ottawa. Must be summer in Ottawa. Is it as nice as this <laughs> in summer in Ottawa? So just for, so for, I don't know, this is probably gonna get people upset that I'm in some really nice weather at the moment. However, how do I get rid of this? I can turn on the beam effect. I can turn that off to normal. Uh, press that. All right, it's my first time with an iPad on live stream. So, for folks interested in what it's like here today, check out how nice this is. Look at that. That is winter. Winter, winter, winter. It's going to be 27 Celsius here on Monday. is what it's like at the moment. Big Pod says in Slovenia it's summer and it's hot. It's horrible. Uh, well, you know, hot and horrible. That's a little bit relative. For uh, for folks joining in, like I see the comments. Come up, but then they disappear really quickly on the iPad. If anyone knows how to make the comments just, like, stick and scroll so I can keep talking and then come back to it, that would be good. Burton is beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's just epic. It's like we we are just really, really conscious about how fortunate we are to, to be here. I've got to, sorry, I've got to put the sunnies back on. <laughs> it's so bloody bright. I think fish, like right under me here. Check this out. Check this out. There you go right in the backyard and yes you can catch the fish uh you can catch them you can eat them for that view oh, why do i want to get back inside after this we can catch the fish we get a lot of stingrays here as well which are epic because they just kind of float along really gracefully <clears throat> and some of them would be probably about a meter and a half across so they're really easy to spot from the house we get have dolphins haven't seen dolphins for a while that's quite nice too so I mentioned, um, I don't know if I mentioned in my update last week, that the last tweet I had must have been from last week before this one or from about Sunday, where I said, look, I'm going to just have a little bit of time out. And, uh, and I linked to a blog post about stress. And I, I think just, just taking some time out to enjoy the environment is just super, super important, particularly at stressful times. Um, just reading comments as they come in as well. So, uh, Burton says, my voice is fading in and out. Geez, I really hope these AirPods are kind of nice. Someone asked a question about taking the the jet ski down to Pack Fair, which is a shopping centre down that way. Probably no, because it's, it's, to be honest, going to be faster to drive, and then where do you put it? So normally we go the other way. In fact, uh, I took the boat out on Monday as part of just trying to have some time out. So I got the the neighbours from there, jumped on the boat, (coughs) went down for the folks that are from the Gold Coast to Charis, which is a seafood place, just got like prawns and oysters and then sat on the boat at Wavebreak Island and just just did that in the glorious winter sun, (coughs) which was very, very nice. There was a a question there about Wi-Fi coverage. So I'm actually on 4G at the moment, and the main reason for it is – you're going to start hearing all this background noise now. The main reason for it is – is that we've still got the very tail end of work happening on the house following all the leaks and repairs and things. And the Sparky has just literally pulled the power while some stuff gets wired in. So not only do I not have Wi-Fi, I don't have coffee and I haven't had breakfast yet, which is not a great great combination. So I am on 4G. I thought I'd just be a little bit more reliable. And my hope is that I manage to get through all of this before the noise starts because I just see people setting things up where well, there's going to be more noise. Now, after all this work is done as well, I will show some pictures of the house because some really epic stuff, but it's kind of like when stuff is half done, it's, it's, it's not so epic. So, yeah, look, talking about taking some time out, I, I literally just put the out-of-office on. I went, look, I'm going to reply late. I'm just going to have a bit of a break from things. Uh, you'll see that I've been off the Twitter. Uh, I've seen Andrew's comment here about the audio dropping. The only other thing I can do why don't we do this I will take the airpods out and then someone tell me if this gets better or worse now I'm so used to having such a nice setup upstairs in the office so it's it's a little bit of a shame I know it's like a downgrade but the fact that the power just went out as well so I've got UPS on the machine upstairs uh, Someone says you open YouTube live in a separate tab how do you open YouTube live in a separate tab like on a browser tab Anyway, I can see the comments popping out. This is not going to be a particularly long one. So. so I do have a UPS on the PC upstairs, which is like just enough to keep things powered and keep them powered for uh, with the number of things I've got plugged into the UPS on my PC, probably about 10 minutes. So I can't sort of do weekly vids on that. It's enough so that if I get a brown out or if we suddenly lose power, I've got time to like gracefully shut stuff down. And that's about it. So uh, Sparky, I mentioned Sparky. I'm still putting a lot of IoT stuff into the house. Uh, Now low, but it's not fading in and out. Okay, well, that's that's something. Maybe just turn your volume up a bit. Sorry, folks, I really would have liked to have done this more elegantly, but there was just not the time to get everything set up the way I would have liked. AirPods audio was better. Oh, shit. I'm trying. I'm learning here. All right, Troy's AirPods connected. Just bear with me. I do wonder if there's something flaky with my AirPods, actually, because I've had people say before, when you've got these things on and they're always the same distance from your mouth and they're meant to work really well, but they come in and out. We'll see. If this is terrible, maybe I'll do it again on the weekend or something. Actually, I probably won't. I, think I just want to have some time out with the kids on the weekend. Uh, so Sparky's there. More Shelly's going in. I think we're putting in because as we've had to sort of tear a bathroom apart to fix leaks and then build everything back putting a bunch of Shellys behind everything. So a lot of Shelly dimmers have just gone in. Uh, so that is going to make a big difference to being able to sort of set light for different scenes. And then there's a few other things that will have normal Shelleys behind as well. I'll talk more about those as everything gets set up. I think I'm probably making my device reliability problems worse, if anything, at the moment in terms of just putting more and more stuff on the network. Uh, but at least over MQTT everything seems to be pretty reliable like the devices can connect to uh, the message bus which is fine it's just wireless devices talking to wireless devices which is really the big problem so anyway that for the most part is a is a positive step forward so I got that bit. Uh, one of the reasons I decided to try and scale everything back a bit this week is I've been doing a workshop in the U.S., and when I do workshops in the U.S., it just means super early get-ups every day. So I do the normal two-day workshop. I've probably done 100-plus times now, but split it up into four half-days. And to do a half-day that finished at the right time for these folks meant getting up at 3.30 every morning. So... I have had four mornings in a row of 3.30 get-ups, which have um, its not been as bad as it sounds, because I do like the early start, and then we've just been going to bed normally at about 7.30, except for last night when we ended up over there at the neighbours drinking wine only until about 8.30, but it, it did uh, did knock me around a little bit. <clears throat> Now, look, while I'm talking, if anyone has any questions, please just chuck them in the chat. I really don't have much to talk about in terms of cyber things because I'm deliberately trying to stay out of that realm this week. Uh, One other thing I did do this week is both Charlotte and I got our second COVID shot. So we're now uh, fully up to speed, which is really good. Got out of both of them with almost zero side effects, I'd say. Um, Here in Australia, uh, in our age group where we're just on Pfizer, I know in other parts of Australia now they're pushing AstraZeneca a bit where there's been some outbreaks saying that, look, that's a uh, balance of evidence, etc. If everything was fine here, maybe we'd say wait till Pfizer. But for younger folks, they're saying, look, because there's, there's outbreaks in Sydney, Sydney just had their highest number of new infections in one day ever for the pandemic, even more than like March last year. Yeah. I think they had 230 something people. So um I was just seeing George here said COVID's starting to pop up in Queensland again. Yesterday was only one uh hotel quarantine case and I don't think we've ever had more than one case in a day. And uh all the borders here are shut so you can't come in and out of the state. But look, it's just it just pops up in bizarre places. I mean it's it's literally been as bizarre as there was a male stripper who went from one state to another. <laughs> you know, All right, everyone's got their occupations, I guess, but carried it across the border. Uh, The other day, the news was a flight attendant uh, picked up a guy who basically skipped the border and turns out, I don't think she was flying whilst infected, but it's just stuff like that. And as much as you want people sort of doing the the right thing, you know, you end up with a country of 25 million people. There's always going to be some dickheads. There's always a dickhead somewhere (laughs) who goes and messes it up. So anyway, we're uh, we're fully vaxxed now, so I guess it takes, this was two days ago, we got it done, so I guess it takes, they say about a week before you get the full effect of it, which is good, I don't think it really changes anything in our life, we've still got the, the mask mandate here in Queensland, uh, we've just had that extended for a week, it was going to drop today, so no biggie, it doesn't matter when I'm sitting in the backyard anyway, <laughs> no mask mandate here, it's nice and peaceful actually. <laughs> So there's that. I think my my intended snow trip next month into New South Wales is not looking very positive at all. It is four weeks away to the day from today, but I think the chances of that are very, very slim at this time. So here's what it is. It's not something I stress too much about. A couple things on the, on the IoT front. Uh, I am going to be doing an IOT live stream with Lars, Lars Clint. I think, when are we doing this, Lars? I think we're doing this Monday. Uh, I will share some tweets and so on on this a little bit later. Let me see. It's on Lars' Facebook. I liked it. Where was this? Uh, uh-huh. 9th of August at 7 p.m. AEST, our time, which is in about 10 and a bit hours now uh except on a monday so for the folks in europe no problems for the folks in the u.s i'm sure he'll record it because otherwise it's going to be a pretty miserable hour so uh, we're going to be talking much about iot stuff i was just helping lars get his mqtt stuff set up the other day that does seem to be the path of least resistance to get a lot of stuff working reliably Uh, so particularly the shellys all my shellys are working over mqtt incidentally if there's anyone on here who knows how to get the shelly discovery script in-home assistant for mqtt working please drop me a dm or something like that because i'm having a real pain with that and i've got all these new shelly devices to set up now because of the the extra dimmers that have gone into the house so i really need to get that operating slickly anyway so i will again i'll show a bunch of this iot stuff later on but what's going into the House at this moment, as soon as they finish some work in the bedroom, is uh Shelly dimmers on basically the master and the ensuite we've been doing a lot of work on. So, there'll be Shelly dimmers on all those switches, there'll be some Shelly just normal Shelly ones on a couple of circuits that don't have any dimming. There's going to be automated blinds or curtains, rather, which I'm really excited about because I really like the idea of just being able to, particularly first thing in the morning, just like magically open the blind. And then this sun, well, the sun won't come in at the hour that I get up at, but (laughs) you get the idea. I think it'll be really, really cool. So they're going in there. Uh, I spoke a while ago. I was asking questions about Sonos in ceiling. And I think I commented at the time that people who didn't have it were like, seems like a waste of money. And then everyone that had it said they're awesome. So I went with the latter and hopefully today i'll get those powered on so that will form part of the whole automation thing as well and then i think the trick after that is just to figure out like how am i going to set certain scenes will i do it with uh buttons on walls i want to use sort of traditional buttons with the shellies behind you can get a shelly is it a shelly oh, i forget the name of it because i've kind of tuned out a bit lately but there's a shelly which doesn't act as a relay but it can just sense a button push and then raise events and then of course there's she whose name I can't mention on my watch at the moment, which we can ask to set scenes as well. So I think we'll end up with something like, hey, what's your name on the watch? Uh, yeah, Turn on sunrise, you know, or wake up in the morning or turn on bedtime or something like that. And then, like, curtains will close and lights will go on. It would just be epic. Andrew says, how do you interact with HA using the app, a smart speaker or automation? Yes, <laughs> is the short answer to that. So I use the website a lot. Probably, probably what I use most, but I'm always here with like my laptop and my PC. Uh, I do use the mobile apps quite a bit on both the iPad and the iPhone. I've got the shell of the Shelly, the uh, Home Assistant app on the watch, and in fact, I've got. We'll see if this works in the sunlight. Probably not. But there's a little uh, little icon here which I can use to do things like. Um, there's one there to just turn on ABC Radio on the Sonos. So it works like that as well, and then I've got things like some uh, some smart buttons <clears throat> around the place. So I've got a smart button sort of on the stairs as I come down from the master bedroom upstairs into the living area. Come down in the morning, give that a double tap, and it turns on the morning scene. So all the lights come on, and then the uh, the radio turns on. And then there's a if I hit it with a single tap, that's like the bedtime scene, and so it turns off all the lights and everything. Andrew says, motion sensor and reed switches are awesome for automation. I love the reed switches, so I've got reed switches on both the garage doors, so I know when they open or close. And then my most fun thing, and we spoke about this last week when I did the video with Scott and Charlotte, is I've got a reed switch on a cupboard door that has the glasses in that for reasons I still can't explain, Charlotte always leaves half open. So she'll open it, get the glass out, and then leave it half open. Well, half-closed. And it's it's the most minor thing from an otherwise perfect woman. And I mean that sincerely. She's perfect other than this door. So I was like, I can fix this. So I put a little reed switch on there. Uh, and when, it, uh, when the door is open for 15 seconds, the Sonos on the kitchen bench next to her speaks and says, Charlotte or someone else, please close the kitchen cupboard door. Which she thinks is less funny than I think, but... Uh, You know, maybe she shut the door. It wouldn't be a problem. (laughs) So I saw a comment pop up just there about it would be awesome to have a tour of the house when this is done. Uh, Yep, I will do that. Um, The house is not just automation stuff. Doing Most of what we're doing began with repairing all the leaks, and then it's like if you need to rip out the bathroom to repair all the leaks. And when I say rip out the bathroom, I didn't understand how severe this was. It's like imagine a bathroom that has a toilet and a bath and a shower and taps take out all the stuff you can see all the tapware and everything then take out all the tiles underneath that and then grind back all of the failed waterproofing take out any sheeting which has been damaged and basically get the bathroom back to where you've got at best maybe still some blue board on some of the walls but at worst you're ripping that off and you're literally left with frame so it was like literally naked bathroom and then you've got to go okay well now that we're back to like naked, you <laughs> know, what do we do next? Do we put everything back the way it was before? Well, you can't. You can't put the tiles back because all the tiles have broken when you pulled them off. A bunch of the uh, a bunch of the porcelain things will break when you pull them off. And then you get to tapware, which because we live right next to the ocean is corroded. So, let's put it back together nicer, which we've done. So anyway, there's a lot of sort of aesthetic stuff that we've done as part of the repairs, and I want to be able to show that in sort of it's completed format so i'll do a tour and in that tour i'll do the iot stuff but then you'll see some of the nice pretty things as well maybe we should do that with charlotte as well uh, and in fact i'll come back to charlotte because a lot of good feedback from that one the other day as well andrew's saying i know the feeling i did a i did a charge your phone audio notification why do i keep those messages here Ah, oh, man come back come back messages If anyone can do a quick Google, how do you stop messages on a YouTube app live stream on the iPad from disappearing? That'd be good to know. I did see a question here saying, is this an insurance job? No, it's not. And the reason it's not, and believe me, I tried. The reason it's not is because the leaks we had, we had leaks in the roof where water was coming through when it rained, and we had leaks in the bathroom because the waterproof um, membrane had gone. The only way you can do it as an insurance job, at least with my insurer, which is one of the great big mainstream Aussie ones, is you need to have a weather event. So if there's a storm and it blew tiles off and water came in, weather event, or you need to have a failure, like if a pipe had burst and blasted water everywhere. But the problem here is that everything is just wear and tear. So it's 14 year old renovation. Uh, we know that from the price of all the white goods we've had to replace lately, because apparently 14 years is about as much as you can get from fridges and dishwashers and things like this. So unfortunately, it's just wear and tear. Um, so the 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 roof, a bunch of that, just uh, you got to redo things like the pointing. So the pointing on the roof is like all of the uh, the the concrete, for want of a better term, which sticks all the tiles together. You've got to uh make sure that things like the guttering flows properly and particularly here when we get subtropical storms like we get a deluge of rain at once and then what will happen is you fix it fix like a bit of gutter in one place and it just flows to another place so you just move the water problem to somewhere else Uh, and then we had a whole bunch of tiles that were loose around the pool and this is how cascading this problem is so okay there's tiles that are loose around the pool and then the spigots holding the glass Fence around the pool is also rusted, and, and like just for context, I'm right on the water here. This is tidal, so it's salt water, and about uh, let's call it seven meters that way are all of the metal bits that hold. Regulations require that you have a metal connector across the top. So imagine just glass panels just bolted to the bottom with spigots, and each panel stands on its own. If you're leaning on a panel and a panel breaks. And I've actually seen that happen just over the canal here. I caught it on my ubiquity 4K G4 webcam. And that it sounds like a sales pitch, but it was awesome. We just zoomed right in. And all you see is like this panel just exploding. So you've got to have like the metal strip across the top so that if one panel explodes and you're loading on it, you probably won't fall over the edge, which is about a two meter drop onto concrete, which would not be pleasant. Andrew says, "Google Foo, flip the tablet vertical, and it will make for a chart a larger area." And I know there's landscape mode makes it. Oh, if I flip it vertical, the camera is going to go the other way too. Ah, oh, yolo. Who cares? The quality of this is going to shit anyway. Orientation is locked. Rotate device back. Okay, <laughs> that didn't work. It doesn't matter. I think I get most nice of it. Um, now, I did also see a comment pop by from Burton. So Burton said, "How's the book going, um, mate?" It's going slow at the moment because so much of my time has gone into doing the work that's here which has just required huge amounts of coordination with people uh and then a bunch of my time has gone into the other cyber things that i need to do because i do still have to work my money and then a bunch of it has gone into a whole bunch of other things uh burton says slow chat in settings it's oh jesus the drilling how do you get to settings Uh, I can hit the chat window there. Now I can do chat viewing options. Top chat, some messages such as potential spam may not be visible. Live chat, all messages are visible, none. Hide all messages. And that's all I get. Oh, there's little things down here. Share, mute microphone, save, highlight. I will will Google this in case I do this again. But frankly, if I do this again, I'm going to fix that audio because I know how annoying it is for other people to listen to when audio is not right. And it's really annoying for me when... I'm up there in my office, and I try and get all the audio and all the video just spot on, and then it does this. Mitch says, was that a lorikeet? Possibly. We do have a lot of birds around here, which is uh, which is nice. We get, um, we get pelicans, which is good. We get swans, which is kind of cool because every now and then the swans have baby swans, and then they just kind of like wander up the beach to the house just here and have a little chat uh and andrew can uh, correctly hear an impact driver or drill so actually i can see what they're doing now <laughs> because of the fact that we near the salt water and everything corrodes the door handles for every one of our sliding doors and then the winders for any of the wind you know the windows that kind of hinge at the top and they pop out and you have a little winder and the arm goes out pretty much every single one of those was severely corroded so it looks like at the moment uh, what you're hearing is a drill. Actually, uh, it sounds like they got the, um, the, you know, that mode when you get to the, a certain amount of tension and the drill just, I'm losing my mind. I'm so tired. They're putting handles back on. <laughs> so This was, again, the slippery, slippery slope. So the guy up there. Is putting handles back on the doors to replace the ones that are corroded the guys beneath that are replacing the, <clears throat> the spigots which were corroded which they'll now have to drill into the earthing and the guys on the other side just there are replacing the carpet that had worn out and then the tile is there now replacing the tiles which were leaking so the plan is that later today we get to move back into our bedroom which would be nice now, Burton's just asked, are you doing the office renovation after the bathroom? Yeah, the office is next actually. The, the, office, is so... the office is fairly minor in so far. The office is fairly minor insofar as it's basically just paint and wallpaper and a, a shelf and I'm getting a new desk. Um, and that's about it. Andrew says got a unit in Chugan. The outdoor unit for the AC needs replacing almost biannually due to corrosion. It's not fun. <clears throat> I'll come back to this again as well. But uh, to answer Burton's question about the office, yeah, so the office will be next. So the office is, I guess, a combination of aesthetic and functional. So the, the, the aesthetic bit is some wallpaper and some paint. Functional, I've got some very sort of thin blinds, uh, which just kind of come down over the window. They don't do a lot for sound deadening. So I'm getting some heavy curtains in there, which will hopefully make the room a bunch quieter. Uh, I am going to get some sound ending material on the back wall behind me. So in my normal video, there's just like a plain wall. That wall is going to be wallpapered in a dark colour and then have, um, I think I know what I want to do with, with sound-absorbing material. And then the wall in front of me, I'm going to have, I'm actually thinking Elgato has got some really cool sound-absorbing panels, which are very hard to get because they've only just come out. But there are other things that are similar. And I might just do like, I don't know half a dozen or a dozen panels like around the monitor in front of me just to stop the sound bouncing off that wall. But the big thing I'm excited about—not this particularly exciting—but I'm going to get the the monitor mounted onto the wall, uh, so it won't be sitting on the desk. That's going to give me some more room because it can go back further. The Ergotron arm that it's mounted on probably takes I would say about 200 mil off the the wall, so we'll be able to move that back. I'll be able to have a slightly thinner desk because what I've got there at the moment I think it's actually meant to be a dining table. So it's quite wide. Then I'm looking at different Ergotron arms for the other two monitors next to it because I want to actually get everything off the desk and just mount stuff on the wall because now it's like just YOLO, just reinforce the wall, <laughs> drill holes in it, pump it onto there, and then I'll get the camera mounted on the wall as well. So I want to get the camera off the desk. At the moment, every time I bump the desk, it looks like my iPad now, it just like jiggles around. So that'll be a nice fix. So, look, last thing I was going to mention, last week uh, Scott and Charlotte and I did the the video together. There was loads and loads of good feedback from that. I I think people like a little bit of the interaction. I think people liked uh, hearing from Charlotte as well, which is great. It's the first time she's been on a video with me. Um, I think I probably need to let her do some more talking next time as well, Uh, which should which sounds like this is what people want. So we'll find something topical and look at maybe geez, maybe it'll be a weekly video. Maybe it will be something which is a little bit more one-off, but we might sort of do a bit more of a, a tour of what we've done in the house. It, it, is, it is looking freaking epic. I will say that much. So that's partly why I don't want to show it now because I just want to wait until it's done and then I'll show it. I'm going to drop there because I just saw my Sparky walking around and I hope it means he's turned the power back on and that the coffee machine works again and that i can make some breakfast so look, thank you for those who bared with me through this i know that this was suboptimal uh audio i think the video is probably not too bad suboptimal audio Uh, i'll look at whether i can improve that if i do an ipad version again but i'm pretty sure that next week i will do this at the end of the day from my home office with the good camera and the good audio Uh, and thank you for your patience And if you are the person that knows how to do the MQTT discovery for Shelly's in-home assistant, please get in touch with me before I go and blow a bunch more of my time today trying to fix that. Thanks, folks. See ya. Where's the close button? (laughs) Oh, God. I don't know.